Hi, and welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and release weight while enjoying the foods they love. How do those who are fit, self-disciplined women think? If you're like many who struggle with binge eating, there's a chance you desire more self-discipline. You know, if you've ever felt like you can't seem to maintain control of your behavior, especially when it comes to food, or if you can relate to the experience of feeling like once you eat a certain specific food, you can't stop, or, you know, maybe you're just not feeling consistent. Maybe you don't consistently write out urges or consistently eat healthy. And maybe you wonder why you can go for long periods without binge eating and then seem to um, slip back into the old pattern. Well, if this is anything you re- you can relate to, this episode is for you. And I can relate to all of these struggles myself. You know, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you've probably heard a lot of my story. You know, I used to feel completely powerless around food. Um, you know, unless I was being strict or following a specific eating plan, I felt kind of just out of control and all over the place. Um, and kind of like I would have this... Um, calorie creep is coming to mind. Um, You know, it's like maybe I would be eating, you know, normal amounts of food, but gradually over time, I would start taking on more and more and more calories until I would just suddenly, you know, look up and I would have gained another an extra 10 or 15, 20 pounds. Um, And, you know, every time this would happen, I would start restricting again, because I thought, okay, I just need to just be strict. And but I couldn't tap into genuine self discipline that came from the inside out. It always felt like I was fighting myself to control my eating. So, you know, maybe you can relate to this. Um, And So we're going to talk about this today. We're going to talk about what I discovered, which was that I needed to really cultivate an identity around being a self-disciplined, a self-disciplined person. And the problem was, and maybe you can relate to this as well. I felt very triggered by even the word discipline, you know? And so this is a crux of what I want to talk to you about today. If you ever look at those who have amazing discipline, you know, whether it's an Olympic athlete, a Navy SEAL or someone like that, listen to how they talk about being disciplined. Their relationship with the word discipline is very different from people who struggle with self-control. Now, I used to have a negative relationship with the word discipline. When I thought about being disciplined, I felt confined. I felt trapped. Like even now as I'm talking about like how I used to feel, there's a pit in my stomach, you know. I felt controlled at the thought of being self-disciplined. And, you know, I've talked before about how I grew up in a controlling environment that made me subconsciously value freedom above all my other values and anything that felt like I was being controlled, even if it was something that I felt I wanted because I thought it was good for me, I would rebel against it. And so that that included when I decided to rein in my binge and emotional eating, because I knew that my weight was creeping up higher and higher. You know, I knew the health um, history of my family, history of cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, all of these things, you know, early deaths, many early deaths in my family. 
And I'm talking about people in their 50s, you know. And so I wanted, I knew I wanted to avoid all that. Yet when I, when I decided, okay, I'm going to rein in my, my eating and I'm going to eat more healthy and, you know, get some of that waist cur- circumference down, which we know from medical data is very important. And, you know, get my, my health markers in a, in a healthy place. Cause I was diagnosed with, um, early onset, I, not early onset, but like, um, the early stages of blood pressure, high blood pressure. And I was prescribed medicine for that at one point, you know? And so, and I had the early of um, metabolic disease. You know, I had some of those markers like the ring around your neck and things that, um, you know, indicate that, you know, you could be pre-diabetic and things like that. Although that is not something that I was actually diagnosed with. Here's the thing, you know, maybe you can relate to some or all of this. I used to feel so out of control and I would try to combat that by being extremely restrictive, but that would always backfire because it's, it's like a double-sided coin. You know, the high restriction was controlling of me too. So no matter what I did, being overly restrictive or just deciding that I would not follow a diet, it always resulted in binges eventually. And because when I was eating, would start to spiral out of control. The part of me that wants the best for me to be healthy and strong and feel good in my body would start to set boundaries. And that little voice would say, I'd had enough. But then I would think, not consciously, but this was subconscious. I would think, you can't control me. And so it was a vicious cycle. If you've ever found yourself feeling like you know what to do, but you can't get yourself to do it, You do well for a period of time, but then you find yourself slipping back into old habits or you've successfully gone through cravings without giving into them, but you simply just don't choose to continue using those tools. Then you're probably starting to realize that you need to change your relationship with discipline in order to move forward. And what you're probably wanting is to feel a sense of inner strength, of self-discipline that doesn't feel punishing or controlling, but that comes from a place of self-love and empowerment so that you can feel proud of yourself every single day, right? So what is it that fit self-disciplined women do differently? And here it is. They speak to themselves about being self-disciplined. Now, again, if you have a negative relationship with the word discipline, this is the first place to start. To acknowledge that and cultivate the thoughts, stories, and ideas that help you allow yourself to associate positively with this powerful characteristic. And make no mistake about it, Every person who has successfully made the change from being overindulgent, emotional overeater to becoming a self-disciplined woman has made this shift along the way. But you see, one of the biggest mistakes that food prisoners make is talking to themselves about needing 
more discipline. And the thing is, as long as you're needing more discipline, then that means you don't have it yet. So it's not about needing more self-discipline. It's about being self-discipline. Next time you're around someone with ironclad self-discipline, notice the kinds of language they use. You'll probably notice that they say things like, they'll, they'll straight out say, I'm very disciplined. They'll say things like, I'm relentless about X, Y, or Z. They'll talk about how they showed up despite obstacles and challenges in their life. So they'll often use the word despite. You'll hear them talk about the fact that they didn't feel like doing something, but they did it anyway. There's a fitness page that I follow on Instagram. And even though, you know, her goals are very different from my goals, I look at her discipline and I have learned over the years so much from how she talks about her training. One sentence that she said in the first time I heard it, it always stuck with me. She repeats it all the time. She says, you do what you need to do so that when you do what you want to do, you can do it at the level you want to do it. This always gave me a sense of really motivation when it comes to building self-discipline because I recognized that it wasn't about have to, it was about want to, it was about what did I want to do? And something also that I heard um, Mel, uh, what's her name? She wrote the, the five second rule. I think it's Mel Robbins. I may be getting her name wrong, but I saw her in a TED talk and this TED talk was like 10, 12 years ago. And she said, you know, I don't care about your feelings. I care about what you want. And when it comes to what you want, your feelings don't care. (laughs) Now, I may be also, you know, getting, I may not be saying that quote perfectly, but it really, really shifts your thinking when you realize that it's so true. Your feelings don't care about what you want. Your feelings are actually all about taking you away from what you want. Because the moment that you start moving toward what you want, guess what's going to happen is your brain is going to think that you're dying and it's going to try to convince you not to do that thing. And so, you know, it's really about getting to do what you want to do and not letting anything, not feelings of discomfort, food cravings, your self-doubt or anything get in the way of what you want. So what is it that you would be or who would you be? What would you do or have if you had ironclad self-discipline when it comes to how you eat, when it comes to your life? What comes up for you when you think of being self-disciplined? Is this something that feels triggering for you? Is it something you want but think you can't have? Really sit with these questions um, and allow these answers to be teachers for you. Allow yourself to be with discomfort if it comes and know that that means you're growing. Consider what thoughts and beliefs about discipline 
are no longer serving you that it's time to let go of. And as always, I would love to hear your takeaways um, and anything that has emerged for you during this reflection. DM me on Instagram and let me know what has come up for you. You can follow me over on um, Instagram at Rashandi Yates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.